the people from the website are here. All right. You know what that means. It's time to start the motherfucking show. <laughs> As Metro's Mercury Great approaches, I shall create the illest podcast known to mankind. Howard Stephen A. Smith, Joel Morgan, Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money, you fucking dickhead. of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one only Dollar Throw My Taylor. Yo, it is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. Listen, it is March 15th. They said down here in South Florida, in case you guys don't recognize where I'm at, bye. Yeah, listen, by the way, Brooke, you know you know, you know where your boy hell's from, a.k.a. Brooklyn's favorite son, a.k.a. the Brooklyn Brother, a.k.a. the Army Black Knight, the Army Black Knight, if you know what I'm saying. Yo, today's March 15th. They said we're gonna have highs of 84, lows of 67. Our current temperature right now is 82 degrees. And boy, do we got a show to get into today. Yo, we got the MSG acting funny again. Yo, we got racist commentators that we're gonna have to call out. A-Rod going A-Rod, as you know. We got that money talk we're gonna probably gonna break into. Mellow continues to rise. And we got a reveal for the first time on the podcast. I'm not even gonna pay for that one. But I just wanna let somebody like... Like, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, kind, you know, that we can see about them, maybe Blue Chew or some shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe one of you, like, like, hook your boy up with a sponsorship, Yingling, any one of you, like, holla at your boy, holla at your boy, don't forget to go check out the the book, Career Day by Tia, Tia Palmer, Dr. Tia Palmer, it's on Amazon, you can get that today for the low, 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 low. I mean, it's a good price. I, I, I listen. I, I bought three of them. I gave, I gave them all out already, and I was, and I was actually lucky enough to get a signed copy by the author herself. If you have a little girl at home, if you have little boys at home, if you have young children at home. Period. This is one of those books that you're gonna wanna have, that you're gonna wanna check out. Mark my words, and trust me, I am listen. As I say, mark my words. I am the only one in the studio with you today. I don't got the 21 Mark salute. I don't got the Quiet Stone KJ with me. It is just your boy T. But listen, 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 yo. Yo, the reason why I'm not here, why I'm the only one here, because 
Big up, big up, big up, big up. To my KJ co-host. You know what I mean? He was he was able to to, to find regular work again. So so um, so while he's so while 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 we praise him, give him all the big ups in the world that he's able to find that regular as you seen him in the I've seen him in the chat and he's able to find that regular work. We're gonna miss him here. We're gonna miss him on the podcast. But you know he's one of them double-edged swords. Like, like it's, it's good for him, but it's bad for us. But we're gonna see him on Wednesday. He will be here on Wednesday. We just don't get him on Mondays and Fridays. So it's just me again. It's just me again, unfortunately. But we we gonna we gonna keep it cracking. <clears throat> This is season six, episode 96. Oh, wow. This is episode 96. You guys realize in four more episodes, we're going to be on episode 100 of this season. It's going to be the first time that we've ever even done. <laughs> My bad. Yo, I had to change a whole bunch of shit around. Like, I forgot that I reset the computer, that I reset the computer over the weekend. So not only did I have to reload everything, but... I decided once I reloaded it, I decided that I was gonna change everything. And then you, and then once I realized that you weren't here for the part, I was like, you know what? I wanted a whole different solo view for the um, for the for the YouTube feel. So I, I, I kind of that's a bunch of shit. A bunch of shit happened. A bunch of shit happened. But we here's now. You know what I mean? We we here's now, and we and we and we, we get on, on the nitty gritty. We getting downs and dirty. But yeah, four more episodes. It's hundred episodes. In one season for us. That's the first time ever. That's the first time ever. Normally, you guys be like, because normally we get done like around like 40 something, 30 something, maybe. You know what I mean? But to do 100 in a season, I ain't, I ain't think I was gonna see today. So I wanna, I wanna give you guys like, like, like a big, you know what I mean? Because look, I'm not sitting here talking 400 such, 100 certain episodes halfway through a basketball season. If it ain't for all of yous out there continuously giving me your love and support. So I, I do appreciate you. I want to give you all a big up. And also don't forget to please like and share the podcast. Let your friends know. Let your let your friends' friends know. You know what I mean? Talk about it. Let your barbershop tell your teacher. Like, I listen, my teeth. Make that make, yo, make that shit, make, make, make that shit your roll call. Like everywhere we go, people wonder who we are. So we tell them we are my Mighty, mighty sports podcast. You know what I mean? Like, like tell them that shit. It's your, it's your war crop. <laughs> oh, listen. I, I, I think that's going to be the Wednesday that we're out of here. So, also let you guys know, um, for the week of the 22nd through the 26th, I will not be here. There will be no podcast that week because I'll be out of town. Um... So the podcast is not going to resume back until the 29th. And that may be episode 100. We don't know. You know, I may just hold off. Like, if I'm on vacation that day, and if I can make episode one, if I can find a way to make episode 100, come me see, this is 96 today, 97 on, on Wednesday, 98. Oh, shit, that actually works perfect. Yeah, 98 um, thing. Then when I come back, 99 on that Monday. And on Wednesday, March 31st, will probably be the 100th episode of the podcast. And we'll all be here for that night. Bet, 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 bet. We're going to do it big. We're going to do it big. We're going we, 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 we gonna, we gonna to do it big like I big up my borough. Big up, big, 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 big up, big up. Not a motion. As the New York Knicks, as I'm, as I'm rewatching that New York Knicks game versus the Oklahoma City Thunder, and this is one of the very few games that I have noticed this year where the home team is actually in their white jerseys. So because of that, we actually get to see the Knicks on the road in their crypt colored jerseys. What the 
just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hit him, hit him, hit him again. Hit, let me know. Hit him! Hit him! Hit him! Hit him! It's okay. Listen, it's, it's it's a good day. Now you know what? Let's let's get into the podcast, right? Let 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 let's do let's do something that 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 we like to do. Let's. Let's give it out birthday shoutouts, right? We got a bunch of birthdays, a bunch of birthdays that just passed. A bunch of people that, that I've worked with in all kinds of different environments. I'm gonna give you all your, your, your birthday shout-outs. First of all, let me give a shout out to Brett Rowley. Who Brett Rowley, um, um, I know I know him from a couple of affiliations. Not only is he as he alumni with the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and for you guys that wonder, like, yeah, where do the Connecticut School of Broadcasting from? That is where the legendary Stu Gotts went to school at. Yes, yes, yes. Me, me and Stu Gotts are alumni, right? There's not a lot of us out there. There's any, there's not, there's, listen, there's only some. Listen, but I'm gonna tell you this though. If you think that the Connecticut School of Broadcasting produces a lot of people like Stu Gotts and like myself, you're right. So if you want to put people like us on, you go you go holler at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. We all there, dude. We all there. Holler at your boys. You know what I mean? Mm. So Brett Bolly, Connecticut School of Broadcasting alumni. And also, and also, and also, worked with, if I'm not mistaken, the, the, the Jupiter Hammerheads and the St. Lucia Cardinals, who I was able to do play-by-play for early on, early on, early on in the infancy of this podcast. I think you guys remember those early on days. So shout-out to so shout out to, to Brett Riley for his birthday. Also, also today with a birthday, right? That's today. Brett, Brett Riley's Brett's birthday was over the weekend, right? Friday to be exact. Today, 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 right? Today. We give a birthday shout-out to David Shaw. David Shaw is a school teacher down in Miami. I forget exactly what school he is, but I know him from... I know him from 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 Prime America, where when me and him were learning from millionaires on, 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 on how to manipulate this money game a little bit, right? And and I and, and and the biggest story you guys may remember about David Shaw. David Shaw is the individual that I got my tickets from to go to the Pro Bowl that year, where me and about 70 of my friends went to the Pro Bowl and had like the biggest Pro Bowl tailgate party you could fucking imagine, like. That right there set the president for me ever wanted like wanted to like tailgate just for the rest of my life. Like you have no clue how much that did. But but David Shaw, that um that, that Pro Bowl was legendary. I had just gotten to Florida too. Like, like it was in like my first year or two in Florida. And I even remember funny story. I remember getting pulled over, right? Um with the tickets on me, right? And it was and I had the tickets on me and a bunch of cash. And I remember it was some bullshit the ticket that cop pulled me over. I had the same car that I have right now. And I had just gotten it. Yeah, actually that's I know how long ago that was. I had just gotten this car, right? The red Toyota that I have now. And I got I, I got pulled over. And they pulled me over or whatever, they run on myself, and they look at everything, like everything okay. I'm like, yeah, love. Right? And then they asked me about about the first first they didn't see the ticket. Right? First they saw all the money that I had, of course. Right? I'm gonna tell you a preco sucios for real. Like, like, like you have no clue. <laughs> like to all my Spanish people out there, like, like, like you have no clue, like, like how they had to, how they had to, like, feel some, some type of way. But they, 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 they come in there and they, and they find the money, obviously, and they ask them, oh, what's all this money for? Like, so that's like, and I'm like, well, and, and, and yo, and you, you guys know me, right? Gift of gab, like a motherfucker. I go into sales mode. I'm like, oh my goodness, let me tell you. 
right now what I'm doing, I am I am conducting a fundraiser uh, for, for one of my friends. And I think, I, I don't know if I was on my way to go see him when I was on my way back from him, right? I think I may be on my way to go see him. And I'm like, listen, and we're doing a fundraiser for the farm for, for, for one of his schools, and all of this money is gonna be tickets for the Pro Bowl. Right now, we have, a, I, I already have about 70 tickets reserved with me and to, uh, some of my best friends. Would you guys like to come join? And I am selling the, I am selling the fuck out of them on this, pro, on this motherfucking Pro Bowl. So we're talking a lot, and one of them, one of them actually, one of them actually, I'm like, like bit the bait, right? And actually getting, oh, word, tell him. And the other one is like, oh, he's, he's doing his job kind of being all standoffers and bullshit. And we get to a point, right? We get to a point in, in the conversation where I'm like, so, um, what did I get pulled over for? They're like, oh, the car came back registered as great. I was like, yo, you, you, you have got to be wallet. Like, I was like, that's, that's completely, that's completely impossible because this car is brand fucking new. It's barely a year old. How can this? I, this car has never been any other color but red. But that's how you know they was trying to fuck with your boy. That's how you know they was trying to fuck with your boy. If you're trying to, oh, I don't forget everybody. Couple of couple of days before I, while I continue these birthday shoutouts. Remember the phone lines are open. If you are trying to join the podcast, right? Head down to the Podbean app. That way you can call directly to the podcast. The phone lines are open, and that is a way for you to join the conversation. If you want, if you just don't want to listen to the podcast or watch the podcast, just tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast, or tell that you would like to watch the latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast, and it'll pop you right over. Or you can hop over to the website, mytsports.net, and you'll be able to listen to the podcast live anytime it is here, or you can catch all of the archives of the podcast as well. Listen, the podcast is generally anywhere that you listen to podcasts at. Let me continue about two. Let me continue with my birthday shout-outs and these little stories. But yeah, crooked-ass cops, dirty-ass cops. Hey, what's up? My, my car came back great. I was like, okay, whatever. But lucky for them, your boy got the gift of gab. Like I said, I still didn't sell them. And I'm like, yo, I even showed them some of the tickets I had because luckily I, I hadn't gotten all the tickets. So I had like half the tickets and I had half money on me. Right? And I so I thought it showed them all the information. And I'm like, and I was just thinking to myself, yo, go ahead and play yourself because I can use a city named after me. I was I was ready to have their ass. But as we continuing, all of a sudden, you hear a call coming. Right. <laughs> the cop goes in and tells me, he goes, hey, listen, just go ahead and be safe. Go on and continue on the way. We gotta go. And they pulled the fuck off. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, B. You, you already know. Puerco sucio. Puerco sucios. But that's how it be. But I shout out to David Shaw for giving me for giving me that for for, for giving me that Pro Bowl experience. Uh, uh, helping me with um get that Pro Bowl experience um, knocked off of my life. I want to say also happy birthday to my homeboy, Angel Rivero. That is the brother of my best friend Johnny Rivero. Right, I want to say happy birthday to them. Shout out to your baby girl. I haven't seen her in forever. Also, shout out to wifey as well. Also, shout out to DNYR Ramos. Yes, that, that is one of the individuals I've actually had the, had the blessings of of, of 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 announcing them to the ring as they came to do the thing that they do best, and that is perform in the squared circle. If I'm not mistaken, DNR Ramos just won a championship belt and one of his other organizations that uh, that he wrestles with. So go ahead and, and you go ahead and check out his match. He is definitely a sight to see. That is all of the birthday shout outs for 
today that we passed for this and what we lost over the weekend, folks. That is it. I got no more. I hope I hope you're ready for some. Um, I hope you're ready for some sports because first I of am. all, first of all, first, please, first. you know I got that Knicks talk. That Knicks talk. You know I stay with that Knicks talk. That Knicks talk. As I'm watching the Knicks game right now, the Knicks have currently tied that game 48 to 48 uh, in, in the game against Oklahoma City. It's about three minutes and 26 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Julius Randle just hit a free throw to put them up 49-48. Folks, as we're going to continue. And folks, and, and, and nothing but I'm watching this game all over again because, you know, I always like to have some kind of sports something on in the background as we, as we do these things. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's a force of habit. Maybe be, maybe because my TVs are was always on anyway. Maybe it watches me when I sleep, which is which is kind of creepy, but but it's something that it does, right? <laughs> but, but I just have to have something going. And I really wanted to watch this game again and and see how far we can get into this game during the podcast and 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 give you this nice little victory because we already know um, what happened recently that the New York Knicks um took a loss to 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 the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Um, I'm putting the first game back from. And the phone lines are open, don't forget that, people. Phone lines are open if you like to the podcast. Um, but they took their they, they took their first loss back from the All-Star break, and that put them back at 19 at 19 at a 500 record. But then they had a game against Oklahoma City, which is the one that we're watching right now. And the New York Knicks will end up coming away with a nice little victory against Oklahoma City, 119 to 97. Which really tells me how how the second half of, of, of this game is... is um, I'll tell you how that second half of that game goes. They're tied. For, the game is right now 49 to 48 with three minutes left to go in the second quarter. Now, the New York Knicks would improve their record to 20 and 19 to get to get slightly back above 500. This would push them to 15th in the league, seventh in the conference, and back to fourth in the division. Now, a couple of things that I that I noticed in this game, right? And, and a couple of notable and, and, and notable people. Frankly, the Kuna Elbow started in this game, right? Now. We know that Frank Nilakina left this game. Oh, if not, I shouldn't say we know. Frank Nilakina left this game early with foul trouble, which brought which brought Emmanuel quickly. Every um, every New York Knicks favorite point guard as a moment. As we see R.J. Barrett um, dancing with the ball, he kicks it out to Julius Randle in the corner wing, and it is a three. The New York Knicks go up 52 to 58 with two minutes and 25 seconds left to go in the second half, second quarter. My bad. Right. Okay. So as we continue, Frank Nilakina started this game. But he was sit down early because of his foul job. He picked up two quick fouls in the first quarter. Bring, bring in Emmanuel quickly. And Emmanuel quickly, as we know, has just been that firecracker. Has just been that kind of spark plug. Where just based off the momentum that they had with Emmanuel quickly in the game. Frankly, the and and, 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 and and let me make sure I say both of these things. Based off of the momentum that Emmanuel quickly had in the game when, when, when he brought him in. And also based off of the fact that it is Frank Nilakina, and they really just don't like him that much. Frank Nilakina started the game and finished the game in seven minutes. He won't, he wouldn't play again basically for the remainder of the game. Just out. Emmanuel quickly end up playing, I believe, 33 minutes of that game. Nine for 16 shooting, 21 points. Three assists, four rebounds. And we're starting to see that even Emmanuel Quickly isn't really that isn't really an assistant point guard at times. He's really more of a scoring guy and, and really more of a pace setter. But damn it, like his plus minus, like you you can't you can't deny. Like, like I said, I don't, I don't care how many assists he honestly gets at this point in time because um, 
assist-heavy point guards aren't really there anymore. There's no John Stockton's coming into the league, right? Like, there, there's no... I, I shouldn't even say there's no Chris Paul's coming into the league. But if you get a guy that all of a sudden is averaging 9 to 12 assists in, in a game, like, you honestly are kind of lucky, to be honest. Like, that, 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 is, that is a gift. And, 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 and even much so, the last time we saw guys almost average double-digit assists, you barely even noticed him, and they definitely didn't win. The, the last two guys to get very close, to, outside of LeBron James, obviously, um, were John Wall. He got really close to double-digit assists. And obviously, the guy Mr. Russell Westbrook with his triple-doubles, right? And like I said, one of them you barely even noticed in John Wall, and Russell Westbrook had to put up a triple-double for you to really pay attention to it. So Emmanuel Quickly's assist numbers don't really bother me. I do see, I do see his ability to create and and shrink the and, and shrink the floor and, and drawing the shrink the defense. I, should, I guess you should say, as we see Bullets take a three pointer that goes down without barely interfering with the net. Don't you gotta love those when they take that shot and the net barely even moves? It's just pure. You know that noise. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I get carried away. I get carried away a lot. I don't know who the hell Blake's thing is because you know what, um, Balake, like, I, I, I will let you join the podcast, but there's really only way to join the podcast. It's not through Instagram. It is not. It's not through Instagram. Instagram is really just for extra credit. To be honest with you, <laughs> Instagram. Like, if you guys like, oh, you guys watching? You think guys see me looking over here? It's only. Be, it's only because like, I, I got the gram right here, and maybe I need to start turning the gram around just, just so it's just, it's just stuck on the face, right? And I can't see, and I can't see myself, but bees like that and our bees in the trap and, we, and we're going to continue to talk now this happened to be one of those games that rj barrett had himself a wonderful game and we're talking about a wonderful wonderful game as as we continue to see the growth of rj barrett under tom thibodeau right as i as i told you guys that everybody i'm going to continue i'm going to everybody that this is still their first contract i'm going to continue i'm going to consider this their first season right i'm considering them, them all rookies because up until this point they have not been coached properly they have no clue what it has meant to be a professional in the nba and they are now learning it for the first time ever so you just want to see rj bear and in the very beginning of this of the very beginning of this season rj bear struggled a little bit i'm not gonna lie to you like i thought rj bear was, was having a little bit of trouble in his game but you know what rj bear has really started to come back a little bit and you start you're starting to see him pick up that shooting percentage and you're starting to step away from being empty calories to actually being a productive member of society and that is really what you want is for is, is for your players to be productive for your players to have good plus minus and for them for, for their shooting percentages to be a little over 50 percent then a little under 45 <laughs> you know what i mean you know you like Nah, me. As I like to do with my knees, I, I, I like I like to shut one eye down and, and get get real Popeye-ish with her, and I hit it with the nah, me. <laughs> Chunk to the finish, cause I eat me spinach. Show you. That should take a toll a little. Oh, hold on. I've been trying all the public lemonades. Well, all the ones I'm not allergic to. Blackberry, strawberry, regular, um, raspberry. I can't do the cherry. Can't do the cherry. You're the cherry. But these are fucking delicious. Yo, seriously, seriously. Whoever 
is the chemist that has developed this lemonade crack formula for Publix. That motherfucker needs a Pulitzer Prize. Yes, I have said it. I got you something. <laughs> yeah, this is funny. So, doors open, by the way. <clears throat> um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever, whoever's the chemist that, that developed that that formula, that, that that lemonade crack formula for Publix, that, that that person needs a Pulitzer Prize because that thing is is amazing, like like super duper amazing. It's funny, I, I'm shopping the other day and, I, and I'm picking up a couple of them. And a couple of ladies are, are, and I have my headphones on, by the way, so I'm jamming, you know what I mean? I got a quiet storm going on in my head. And, and, and I literally mean it, that I have a quiet storm going on in my head. That I, I am just 100% just listening to a thunderstorm, you know? So I'm not, I didn't really hear them. And New York Knicks are up 56, 54 at halftime. I didn't really hear them, and then, but I, but I, you know, obviously, you know, you see, you see when people look at you, and then, and then the mouth start to move. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, let me, let me do something. Let me do something for you guys, All right? So I'm like, okay, cool, All right? <clears throat> so I go, okay, cool, All right? I see that you guys, I, I see that they're looking at me, whatever. So I, I took out the headphones, and they're like, and, and they ask me, oh, is, there, is this any good? And I'm like, oh yeah, this is delicious. Like, it's, it's like liquid crack, to be honest with you. Like, I, I prefer. Like, I really do like the the original, but I'm dabbling to see how much I like the other ones. Let them know it can be a little bit sweet. When I do drink it, I do like to I do like to pour over a full cup of ice. It, it, that nice chill and the way that the ice helps water it down just enough, it, it is perfect. And then, as you know, like when something like that, when 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 the ice go when when the when the, when the when, when the and the lemonade goes over the ice and the ice has been really cold and some of that ice frosts over us and you get the, then, then, then you get the then you get the then you get to then you get to enjoy the ice as 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 it's coated in the lemonade as well or or in the juices on the juices as well but yeah 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 one of those type of things so yeah it does it does all that it checks all the boxes man it checks like like big facts it, it, it checks all of them right we got a review coming up too today like I, I can't believe the kind of podcast that we have today like like hey, there there is so there are big things are going on big 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 things are going on. So they asked me, "Oh, is it good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, nah, it's bad. Nah, it's good. It's good. And it goes with a lot of stuff." But I'm gonna tell you, the best thing it does it, 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 it's great with alcohol. Like so far, it, 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 is, it is great with vodka, especially if you mix it with citrus vodka. It goes great with gin. So far, it, <laughs> as we have found out, it goes great with. Let me see. It goes great with gin. It goes great with vodka. Which um, it goes great with. Listen, if you guys drink Ray and Nephew Jamaican White Rum, it actually goes really good with with Jamaican White Rum. It's one of the very few things that helps cut it enough to make you be able to consume your beverage like a regular beverage. Like, let's see, just make it. And this is alcohol free. Just to let you guys know. But this ain't sucker free. Right, so so yeah, it, it, it really makes as well with your with, with, with your alcohol. Like I'm telling you, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm missing one. Like there was another clear alcohol I think I tried it with recently, and I end up oh 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 tequila, 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 tequila. Yes, 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 yes. It mixed very well. So with so with with vodka, especially citrus vodka, the citrus vodka specifically, right? The sky citrus vodka. So with vodka, with tequila, and with gin. 
And if you are from the islands, Ray and Nephew, Jamaican White Boy. It'll go well with all of us, right? It, 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 it is a godsend of, 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 a, of a beverage. Like, like to be to be 100% honest with you, like, it is something that, is, that has been continuously in my household for a while. It is probably my number one weakness. I, I, can, be, I can tell myself I'm on a diet, like I am now. I've been altering my diet, right? And I'm doing everything right, but that lemonade has to stay in the fridge for some odd reason, B. Like, I, I just, I got to, got to, got to, got to have it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Nah, yeah, I think you know what I mean. All right, so let's, so let's continue, right? RJ Barrett, 12 for 21, 32 points, 5, five rebounds, 3 assists. As he had, happened to have a really good game. You didn't catch those empty calories out of him that, that you've been seeing. And as of lately, you've been, you've been catching his shooting percentage to be, to be closer to 50% than, than a little below 50% and under. Now, this is one of the few times that that not only was his, was his shooting percentage high, but also his shot value was pretty high. As normally, you've been seeing him, you've seen him come down from those like 17 shots a game that we started seeing at the beginning of the season. And they started coming down to about like 12 for a while. As, as, because remember, and, and it may be, it could be strategic, it, it could be him checking himself, it, it could be him, or it could just be the total maturation and the total growth of his game, right? That in the beginning, he's taking like 17 shots, but he's shooting over 50, he's shooting under 50% continuously, consistently. And he's shooting 17, 17 shots. You see him, Julius Randle, taking just as many shots a game. But he's not making them at the clip that Julius Randle is. And then it got to a point where he started bringing his shot count down. From like 17 down to 12. When he did that, hey, his percentage started coming up a little bit. That's just, like, for guys like, for us, guys, you know, you realize it, that's confidence. Because when he was taking 17 shots and they weren't going out of the high clip and he's shooting 30, 30, like 33%, 40%, his confidence is going down. As well as his shooting percentage. He started taking less shots and his, and his shooting percentage started going up. And now his confidence is going up. And granted, he's playing great defense. He's playing with confidence. But, it go, but his confidence goes even higher. And now, what starts to happen in this game against Oklahoma City, a game that... You should attempt to that, right? A game against a team that you should generally win if you are now these new New York Knicks, right? You are the New York Knicks now. And this team should be able to beat these these lower these like we said the Knicks are are, are currently the 15th team in the league. That means there are six there there are 17 teams worse than you. And I expect you to be able to consistently beat at least 15 of them. 13 of them! Oklahoma City should be one, possibly. Even though Oklahoma City Thunder are one of the top 10 defensive teams in the league. The New York Knicks are, are number one. Yes, folks. The New York Knicks are number one in defense in the league. I guess Oklahoma City is, 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 I think, number nine, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's nine. <clears throat> Julius Randle will have himself a great game. So, like, so as we continue with the Knicks, right? Julius Randle will have himself a good game. But like I said, with well, RJ Barrett, I'm just, we're just glad to see that that confidence picks back up again. And now you're starting to see it, that confidence continue to be there, even when his shot value is high. Because that's something that's going to be needed if the New York Knicks are going to come out of the second half of the season with a 500 record. Because the second half of the season looks to be a little bit tougher than the first half of the season. And I could have swore they said the New York Knicks had 
had one of the hardest, had one of, had a top five hardest schedule of the first half. And in the second half, it looks like it's a repeat of the same thing. I don't get it. I don't like this 72 game shit. Like, I don't, I don't see where the balance is at. I, <laughs> I really don't. But hey, it's working for the it's working for the Knicks. It's, it's working for the Knicks. It's working for the Knicks. Julius Randle, um, 18 for 8 for 15, 26 shot, um, 26 points, 12 assists, and 12 rebounds. He will put up another triple double. Now, there were a few notable things that happened this game, right? There were there were a few notable things that that, that happened this game. Uh, and thank you for cutting the B. A O D J D R E C. Cut the B. Stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey yo, D J My T. Cut the B. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn. There's something going on with Austin Rivers and New York Knicks. And now I may be late to the party. Of informing you guys of this in case there are a few of you listening saying no shit Sherlock I may be a little late to the party informing you this I've been I've, I've been I, I say, I've, I've been monitoring it for some time or I've glossed let, let's put it this way I've kind of glossed over it because I've heard it mentioned that that Rivers isn't getting playing time and that, he, and that he's possibly in the doghouse and all this other stuff but I didn't I couldn't find a justification for it and, and I and I kind of just let and I kind of just let it Glaze over my glaze over myself, right? I didn't really give it the the attention that I thought is. I guess I guess I'm gonna end up giving it now. I didn't think it required it, but something very noticeably happened recently with the New York Knicks and Austin Rivers, and that and and it's not just the fact that Austin Rivers got another DNP coach's decision. It's the fact that this time he wasn't even on the roster. Now, on the roster for t for last night's game against the Thunder, on oh, the game over the weekend over the, against the Thunder, right? Oh, right, so the game against the Thunder, he's not even listed. You know who they have brought up and listed? Iggy and the 5'10 point guard Jared Harper. Now, both of those guys got a DMP, but both of those guys have been called up. While Austin Rivers is getting a full-blown DMP coach's decision. They have said that, like I said, I, I've heard the grumblings about Austin Rivers being in the doghouse. This right here is the big indicator. Right like, if I didn't believe it any time before now, I definitely 100% believe it now. De Austin Rivers is in the doghouse. He is in the doghouse. They don't even have him in the, on the active roster. That's what I'm talking. That, that's what I mean. Now they don't have him on the roster. They don't have him on the, on the active roster. Instead, they activate. They, they called up Iggy and Jared Harper. And, and Iggy Bronzongas is what I'm talking about. But they called up. Um, they called up Iggy and Jared Harper from the G League. And I guess we're gonna see if any of those two guys end up ends up getting burned or play because, as we know, they're they're gonna be coming into two of. Uh, one of our most more filled positions, and New York Knicks, I feel like they're filled everywhere but power forward and center, right? Any, right? That's the only two places that they're not really like overabundant at. I feel like they have like tongue tons of wings and guards, 
and also they have tons of point guards as well even though they don't have a lot of serviceable point guards i feel like they have a few of them and they bring in another on point guard in jared harper and as far as iggy they bring in another small forward kind of player so uh, you know so 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 we'll so, so we'll continue to see we'll monitor their minutes we'll see if if iggy or jared or jared harper could, could go ahead and and earn themselves any any type of play in madison square garden now while we are talking about the garden we have we have to talk about the garden acting up and acting brand new again why is it every single time we turn around, there is an issue with the New York Knicks and the motherfucking Garden legend? You tell me, James fucking Dolan. I'm starting to feel my butt. Let's let you guys know. I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel all that shit. You tell me why every single time that I look up that there was a problem with the, the Madison Square Garden and one of their legends. Most recently, Patrick fucking Ewing. Okay, 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 okay. Because I'm glitching, B. I, I, I'm glitching. Like, there's a part of me that I I, I understand that New York Knicks are, are starting to function right now. But there's a part of me that I am really ready. Because I'm really ready to start asking for James Dolan's job. Because you stupid fucking cocksucking son of a bitch, you. Like, Really? Like, this only happens because you allowed it to happen, you motherfucker. You, you Brecko Susie, you dirty stick nick motherfucker. Like, like, I can't believe your music stinks, by the way. Just let you guys know. Just let you know, James, your music stinks. Your band sucks. Like, like all of it. Like, I, I tried. I heard you guys. I tried to listen to you. Motherfucking James Dolan and the Death Notes. That's exactly what it sounds like. I sound like you guys have a fucking Death Note. You motherfuckers. I sound like a dead cat is in your fucking throat. Fucking piece of shit. Garbage motherfucker. Every time I look up, it's a problem with the garden. And a New York Knicks legend. You got you got Spike Lee on the ground. Cops harassing them during, during, during Black Lives Matter shit. You got Spike Lee being roughed up. You know what I mean? Now Patrick Ewing is... When Patrick Ewing is supposed to be back there, they got people talking about, Yo, Pat, who the fuck is you? I don't recognize you. Let me see some credentials. Patrick fucking Ewing! The credentials are the Raptors, B. I can't even formulate sentences right now. You got me fucking off mad. Hold on. <laughs> Serious. Normally when people blame James Dolan for something, I am quick to take up for him. Only because I consider it low-hanging fruit. It is very easy to say, oh, let's get rid of the owner. Then what? Then maybe somebody wants to come play with you? Maybe you finally learn how to develop? Maybe you finally learn how to develop somebody? Maybe you, like... You understand, James Dolan has had one thing that's gone wrong and one thing that's gone wrong is that he has not found out one person that he believes in the front office to run that organization. And until you find the person that you're that, that you are ready to put ahead of put in charge of basketball affairs, then you're not gonna get there. All of the organizations that we talk about that win have that person. Or they had that person. So, I was considered a long-hanging fruit. And also, he has a hockey team that's very highly successful. And that team is highly successful despite him interfering. And I guess you can say, hey, that's a lot of people that look like him. That's a different sport. That's a different language. That's almost a different country at times. You have a lot of people that, that, that play for them that are just happy to be here. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different. 
yeah, you can say all that, but end of the day, you know what he had to do? He had to find somebody competent to run his organization that he trusted. And once he found that person, he was able to leave them the fuck alone and let them do their goddamn job. But you know what happens when you don't do your job properly, when you make, and, and granted, some of these problems he has caused. Some of these problems he has been a part of. Some of these moves he has pushed forward forcefully against the wishes of his advisors, basketball advisors that he hired to run basketball operations. Not the people that whisper in his ear, you know, with, the, with that brand new flavor shit. No. So we understand why some of this could be his fault as too. Eh. Let's just leave it at still be low hanging fruit. And you can still do better. You can do better every single time. But this right here, I accepted Charles Oakley, even though I was mad. I accepted Spike Lee, even though I was mad. You can't do that shit to Patrick UMB. You can't do that shit to Patrick UMB. That is a motherfucking no go. Not at all. Not one bit. Hold on, let me get my eyes back. Okay. <laughs> because it was becoming very difficult to see with the glasses off. Everything hits me with the glasses off. Like, man, if you guys only understood the theory that I have between, like, wearing glasses while getting inebriated and putting them on after you're inebriated and not wearing them during your inebriation. It, it really is a theory that I have. And that theory is that why get inebriated when your vision is perfect? Or when you already when you, when you already can see well, because then you have nothing to help correct it. But if you get impaired, like you don't have your glasses on, everything is already impaired. When you put your glasses on, correcto vision changes your life. Now granted, am I saying that you're not still impaired? No. But now you can see better. And that is a thing of confidence that you can't, or a peace of mind that you can't change for anything in the world. Okay, so let's continue. All right. So the so so the garden so the garden has an issue with Patrick Ewan, and and they don't understand his credentials. And Patrick Ewan's like, yo, I want all my credentials. All my credentials off in those rappers. I'm Patrick motherfucking Ewan. He goes off at the end of the day. Now somebody later, uh, and he goes at the end of the day. He talks about how he wasn't how he wasn't able to maneuver how he normally does, and, and people act like they didn't recognize him. And I don't understand how they don't recognize him because there should be pictures of Patrick Ewan um, up and down that place before, during, and after. Like like you know and you know what I mean. Like before he would before he became a Nick. Like, while he was a Nick and after he was a Nick. They should just keep up-to-date pictures of him. They should always sit down and post email. Like, listen, Patrick, you don't happen to be one of those motherfuckers that happen, happen to have his jersey retired. And also, if his jersey is retired, keep an up-to-date picture of him on file for when he comes through because he should have access. He should have access. I'm sorry. Nah, mean. <laughs> Now, while he did have problems in the garden with security, he had no problems in the garden coming away with that W, folks. As Patrick Ewan and the Georgetown Hoyers come away with a big win, and folks, Patrick Ewan can finally actually say that he won a championship in the garden. 
as they take home the Big East Championship. Now, this is actually a very, 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 very good and big win for the big fella and his fourth year co coaching the Georgetown Warriors as this team has been fairly under 500 for the majority of his time there. And, and not for nothing, they were under 500 for the majority of the season. So winning this championship was big because they, they got hot and they got on a run late. And they got on a run that helped them go ahead and get this championship. And not only, not only did they get a um, did they get a top did they win the Big East championship, but as you know that that's gonna get them their bid into the into the tournament. And while they get to get their bid into the tournament, they're gonna be able to show people exactly what they have, what kind of grip, what kind of fight, what kind of dog that these Hoyas are. But also it helps them entice for next year because next year they are said to have a top ten recruiting class. And not only do they have a top 10 recruiting class, but folks, the Georgetown Hoyas and Patrick Ewan were endorsed and respected and given the biggest of big up, big up. by the one, the only, Pat motherfucking Riley. I almost called him Pat Ryan. Wow. Oh, shit. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. He wouldn't have ready. I can't do that to him. I can't do that to him at all. Shoot. Whew. Okay. Let's continue. Now, as we go through the... As we go through the Big East, right? And, and we talk about the New, New York Knicks and what they've done in the, in the Garden and how they've kind of played themselves. Well, we also have another individual in life who has played himself and folks this individual is going to be a new inductee into the piece of poop award yes we're well, giving up a new pop award winner sls if you can please hey yo dj play my song cannot play with him cannot win with him cannot coach with him can't do it i want to put him in the bed because he's a piece of poop you filthy animal. So, we have a new inductee into, into the Piece of Poop um, Awards, into the Piece of Poop um, Hall of Fame. And that is one and only youth pastor, a former youth pastor. Yeah, yeah, folks. There's these disgusting kind of people come in all walks, shapes, and sizes. I hope you guys recognize that. I hope you guys... Welcome back. <laughs> I hope you guys know that. And that's the reason why when, when when I hear that people are pastors or deacons, or like that, that means nothing to me of, how, of, of, what, of what it means to what your character is. But you former youth pastor, husband, family man, father of daughters, commentator, and racist, big, fucking, ugly, racist, Matt Rowan. Yes, folks, commentator Matt Rowan, while calling a high school game in Oklahoma for a bunch of women, right, in high school, or girls in high school, however you like to refer to them. Let's call them girls in high school. Right, because that's what they were. They were young girls in high school. And 
they kneeled for the national anthem. And while kneeling for the national anthem, this guy decided to go off on a little tangent. This Matt Rowan, an Oklahoma sports announcer. And now, what happened was that he thought the mics were closed. But no, they weren't. The mics were actually still hot. And while they were still hot, he goes, Oh, they're going to do this during the national anthem? These fucking niggers. I hope they lose. Fucking niggers. No, no, let me let me see. No. No, 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 no. Let me let me see if I can find the quote exactly, right? No. Because I know that maybe it was something a little bit more, something a little bit less, but I was basically the gist of it. He he went as far to wish that they lose and then went on to call a bunch of young ladies, the whole team. Out of their name. Now, granted, the mayor of the city has been is, is disappointed. Um, every um, he has been fired um, from that um, from his position with that individual. Now, now he was not. Let's see. I hope Norman gets. Yeah, he goes. I hope Norman gets their ass kicked. Fucking niggers. That's what he said. That was him. That's your youth pastor. That's I'm like, yo. Be careful of the hateful people that you submit or succumb your kids to. Youth pastors, people with these titles of righteousness. Right? Because if he's a youth pastor, that means he was around kids. He was able to influence kids. Influence people's thoughts. Right? Um, help perpetuate one behavior and help try to limit or discredit another behavior when they both were normal. Or when one was normal and one was abnormal. One was abnormal. You understand? Like, nah, you can't. So he's been fired. Now, he's not affiliated with the school. The school hired something like, like, like what, what, I, what I do, right? Where we get hired as independently to do the commentator for a school. And this is what was said. And I'm telling you now, I'm glad he's fired. I'm glad that. But I'm just thinking like, yo, what would that have happened to the person I was I was working with while he was doing commentary? He said that I said, yo, I would have grabbed something metal rod. And, and Grant, I'm not gonna lie to you, I probably would have waited. So I would I probably wouldn't have wanted to react immediately. I probably would have like, and just, just sat back and and and, and wait till to put his guard down. And while he's on the air, I'm going to come over there and I'm going to beat him in the back of his head with something metal until his brain is on the back of the fucking concrete. I asked him to say that shit again that he said earlier. Call him fucking niggas again. I dare you. Now, I know this person would, and I'm not trying to talk bad about the person I, I work with. I'm just saying that. That, that this school, that there wasn't... That this this individual that said this wasn't affiliated to none of the schools that were playing. This individual was somebody that was hired independently to call the schools. And he prop this individual probably calls a lot of games in the area. Probably talks to a lot of youth. Probably talks to a lot of athletic directors for these high schools or possibly even colleges. He probably calls for multiple levels, multiple grades, multiple schools. And I hope he and I hope every single last one of them fires him. He does not deserve the right to be 
around children. And I'm sorry. Like I want to know, I want to know where he how he gets a job at. Because I wouldn't want to work with him. I couldn't work with him. I want to kill him. This asshole came out and said that this was due, and I think we did talk about. I feel like we talked about this. That this is due to his diabetes, and he was low on his sugar, and he was low on his sugars. And when he's low on his sugars, it causes him to say things sporadically. Sometimes they're even hateful. So basically, he's saying that his diabetes gives him racist Tourette's. Where he will spit out shit that he's never ever said before in his life. Or never ever thought before in his life. Randomly. Well, I'm glad you he said that. Because we're saying that. Right? JDF, JDRF, a non-profit advocacy group for type 1 diabetes research, responds saying, there's a lot of symptoms of high blood sugar. Racism is not one of them. Thank you, JDRF. Thank you. He gonna talk about my sugars was low. That's the reason I became a racist. Suddenly. Fuck out of here. Nobody believes that shit, B. Like, who the fuck is you fooling? Like... This just says everything about you. You Now we know how you felt about Kaepernick. Now we know how you felt about Black Lives Matter's movement. Now you know how you felt about George Floyd. Now you know how you, feel, how you feel about black people being killed. Now you know how you feel about black people, period. Now you know how you feel about... Now we know how you feel about the police. We probably know how you feel about Trump. We probably know how you feel about Biden. We probably think... I, I probably would assume they say that you're a white feeder. I probably say that you're a child. But like, all of that shit. I, I feel like you're the worst piece that's come in the world now. All of that shit says a lot about you. Matt Rowan, former commentator in Oklahoma high school games. And amongst high school kids at that, high school kids, you little piece of shit, you. I hope they castrate your bitch ass. But now, as let's, let's just try to take it on to a slightly more positive note, right? As, we, as we're talking, right? Because as, as we're talking about, well, you know, Let's do what we like to do, right? A, 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 a little Money Monday talk. Actually, I think I want to skip Money Monday talk. And I, I, I just want to tell you something interesting that actually popped in here. And, and I guess it's kind of money, kind of Monday, right? The interesting story came on came my hands the other day. And I saw that Google and Facebook were basically fighting. And I don't want to say it was a lawsuit that they're fighting, right? But it's not like they're fighting a bill. I don't want to say that they're being sued. Somebody else is being sued. I think, uh, who is it? Who is it? Elon Musk was being sued for some shit. But they're fighting for, I guess, the flow of information from newspapers, right? I don't know if you guys have heard this story. And what is happening is that newspapers are trying to get a bigger cut of advertising dollars from Google and from Facebook, saying that Google and Facebook is not giving them the right percentage or, or big enough cut of the profit, right? Or a, or a proper portion for the content that these sites help produce for Facebook and Google to get hits. 
And I get that. And actually, that actually could be a thing. They're like, hey, you know, we want a bigger piece of the pie. But also, Google and Facebook came and was like, um, the fuck is you talking about, dummy? Like, before we came, like, we understand, like, we, we took all your physical business, but what we did for your internet business and your hits is, is retarded. Like, you guys are you, you guys are getting 300% more hits than you were getting before us. Like, like you, you get you get 24, billion, 24 million hits a year that, that are contributed just from us alone. So, how is it their fault? Because I understand what they're saying, right? At this point, if, if, if they've helped push more people to your site than's ever been on your site before, right? And they're helping more people read more articles than, than they ever read before. What the, the real story is that while you're trying to get money out of Facebook and Google, right, to try to monet, to try to get more money out of them, why haven't you figured out how to monetize from all of this extra traffic on your site? The way that Facebook and Google has basically monopolized and monetized getting trap getting paid by traffic on their site. Cause that's all it is. Well, now you want a bigger piece of their pie. It sounds like you just need to do a better job advertising when you're on your own when people come to your own shit. Or giving them a reason not to leave. But that's not really the case, is it? Like, once you read the article, you kind of just bounce. Not seeing what your friends are talking about. You're not sitting there lingering. You're not going through stories and stories of stories. You're not You're not spending half an hour there when you didn't want to. Extra. Two hours there, extra, sitting in bed, doing nothing. So figure out how to make that happen and, and stop crying. Because really, it's just like, yo... Like you, you realize these people. Like you, you guys got fat while everybody else was starved. Like you guys got fat out there while everybody else starved. You know what I mean? And now you talk about you want a bigger piece. Man, it's their time. Find, find a new way to get to the people. And stop trying. And stop trying to get from everybody's piece of cake. And he said, I understand. Like they, they used to be such a ruthless business, the newspaper industry, right? You guys have gone. You guys have gone. And, and done your thing for so years, so long for so many years, right? Being being the big fish, right, to, to help to help control the flow of information, that you being able to help keep yourself alive by being able to dictate terms. You know what I mean? In the, all of these little areas, but now you can't dictate the terms in these areas anymore. Right now, the way that you used to be able to dictate these terms, well, Facebook and Google are not able to dictate these terms, and it hurts, don't it? You know, this is also called karma. Let that shit go. For everybody else invested into the market, hold the line. Just remember, just remember to continue that. As your stocks continue to, t to do their roller coaster thing and they and they continue to plummet, that means the I mean, shit is going on sale. Get your shit at a discount and, and continue to and, and continue to watch that shit rise. All right. Now, as something else that we continue to watch rise as we get back into sports, we're gonna just gonna make t um, today a very New Yorkish kind of day, right? Listen, you already know how I am. Like Bro Brooklyn's favorite son, you know what I mean? Bro the, the, the Brooklyn buzz saw. Yeah, you, you, you guys know how we do here. Now. Because we're keeping it New York themed. Let's go ahead and give a very special shout out as we like to do here. As the one Camelo Anthony, right, continues to be money. And he passes now Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon on the all-time scoring list to solidify himself in the spot uh, in the 11th spot 
on the all-time scores of all time um, in the scores of all time in NBA history, folks. Yes, Camilla Anthony, big up to you for securing the number eleven spot. Now, for those that are doing this mellow watch, let me also tell you something a little bit of a nugget that you may not realize, right? Because as he has passed, he has passed, he has passed, he has passed. Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon, right? That puts him at two. 26,955 points. Camilla Anthony currently needs about 45 more points so that he can go ahead and break 27,000 points. But that still won't be enough to break any other additional milestones than getting to 27,000 points and being one of only 11 players in history to do so. That's where he's going to be at when he does this. Now, next on his list, though, or next on the list, though, is a gentleman by the name of Elvin Hayes. Elvin Hayes currently sits in the number 10 spot, folks. We have 27,313 points. And if Camelo Anthony keeps this up, I'm telling you, folks, you don't even understand what I'm saying. Camelo Anthony is 358 points away from passing Elvin Hayes and putting himself in the top. 10, say it with me, 10, say it again, 10, say it to the head, 10, say it in bed, 10, say it with head, 10, say it with head, 10, anything's possible, right, Camilla Anthony can move into the 10th spot this year, people, I don't think you heard me. Camilla Anthony can move into the number 10 spot this year. Let me tell you what. He has 358 points to score in 35 games. That is just about 10.23 points per game. Camilla Anthony is currently averaging 14 points per game, people. Right about. I don't have a habit. points um, to go, folks. And I'm going to be counting down every single last one of them. Folks, we are officially at, on Mellow Watch. Whoa, 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 whoa. If we're going to be on Mellow Watch, Mellow Watch, let's make sure we do this properly. You guys are ready? Alrighty. Give it to me. Mellow watch, mellow watch, mellow watch, folks. We got that. We got full blown mellow watch going on as as we continue to count down mellow into making it into top ten. And folks, I know there's a lot that to be said about mellow throughout the years. I know there's a lot of things that he has done, and a lot of things that he hasn't done. And I know that we have said in the past that Melo is definitely going to get into the Hall of Fame, but sometimes we never really know how these things are going to play out. And because the Hall of Fame is a basketball Hall of Fame, we have always said that, yes, we know that Melo is going to make it into the NBA. It's just when he's going to make it into the NBA. And if when he makes it into the NBA, is he going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? Right? First time. First ballot Hall of Famer. Now, I say yes. And I still say yes. Now, it still may depend on who, who he goes with. But I don't see too many people that are coming up that will be retiring within the next within the next five years of, of Mellow retiring, right? 
that uh, we're gonna have to see exactly who's in that class. As you see, Bullock puts a, a corner three after a pump fake pass from Emmanuel quickly. Um, he misses that. New York Knicks are gonna still up 107 to 89 with three minutes and 25 seconds left to go in the game. <clears throat> so, where was I? Camilla Anthony. 358 games. I don't know what the hell I was saying before this, to be honest with you. I really did. I really just completely lost that whole entire train of thought. Ah, there we go. So regardless of what people think about Camilla Anthony, right? Because he's a basketball Hall of Fame. So even before what he's about to do now, what we're about to say that he, what we're about to see him accomplish. Right? We've, I've always stood by saying that, hey, yes, Camilla Anthony's going to get in the Hall of Fame. And I've always said that he's going to be a first battle Hall of Famer. If he really wants to solidify that, because maybe Melo's ring, maybe Melo's legacy doesn't involve a ring. Maybe. If it doesn't involve a ring, what what, what are the other things you're going to have to do? Well, you're going to have to be one of the best scorers in the league or one of the best assistants in the league or best rebounders in the league or something. And it looks as if Melo is going down in the scoring route. It's going to be like like Carl Malone. He's going to be one of those high-scoring guys that has never had a ring. One of the guys in the top 10 in scoring that has never had a ring. What does it mean he's not a Hall of Famer? And then, when you, and then when you talk about his regular season career, I understand that there's been some highs and lows, but those points, they matter. Where he didn't have any worries about highs and lows was in the Olympics where he won multiple gold championships. And another place that he didn't have to worry about multiple highs and lows was also in Syracuse where, in their second, where, where as a rookie he won a championship as well. Being one of the first rookies ever to lead his team to a championship. I think he averaged 20 and 10 on that game. 20, 10 rebounds and 20 points. So you add that as having a um, championship in college, right? Winning every single, winning every year he was in college, even though it was only one year. Um, being the most outstanding player and... Getting a championship for a team that has never had a championship ever, right? And hasn't had one since then, right? And now you add on being a top 10 scorer in NBA history, Kevin Anthony should be a top 10, um, should be a first battle Hall of Famer. No, 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 no doubt, no lie. I am 100% for all of that energy. And like I said, by the end of this season... We can definitely very much see Camelo Anthony get into that top 10 spot. And we'll just continue to see how high up that ladder he can continue to, to, to go. Because it looked like Camilla Anthony may have maybe maybe two more years left in him. And listen, like, okay, Google, what's 82 times 14? He said 1,100 or something. So we'll figure out the rest. And we'll take a, continue to take a look. Because we're talking about another 1,000 plus points every single season. And if you allow that to happen, then you can just keep taking baby steps until you chip yourself away into right outside the top five. Maybe top six. Uh, so I'm saying he'll probably, he, he, he may finish seventh. We'll see exactly how that goes. <clears throat> now, since we're staying, we can be this with the New York flavor. As we're not going to stay here too much longer. Guys, we're about to head out of here. Because, listen, we got a lot of shit to do. I got I to gotta go get, I, I got some hustling to go take care of. But, 
we are doing a New York. We we all New Yorkers here, right? Especially me, right? Right, right. We're, we're kind of New Yorkers here, and I and I like to bring. I like to keep my 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 stories very much New York theme today. And the last thing that I'm going to talk about today, in closing out the podcast, right? And also, don't forget, New York Knicks are going to face the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Damn, I can't wait to see this game. I want to see if the New York Knicks have learned anything. I want to see. Lost to Milwaukee, beat Oklahoma City. Let's see if they can steal one. Let's see. But, as I continue, shall we proceed? Yes, indeed. The last story of the day comes by... It's a baseball story, folks, and by one named Alex Rodriguez. As Alex Rodriguez does what Alex Rodriguez does best, and he cheats. Folks, are you surprised? Alex Rodriguez, he cheats again. And who? And how did he cheat this time? He cheats on J Lo. J Lo goes through an. J Lo gets her heart broken again. Then like we've seen Mark Anthony, we've seen J Lo, we've seen um, Ben Affleck. I think was one of them, right? Jen and Ben. So, we see her getting her heart broken again by another individual. But we see more than anything Alex Rodriguez doing what Alex Rodriguez does best, and that's cheating. Whether that's cheating on his wife, cheating on his spouse, his fiance, his girlfriend, the game of baseball, himself, his fans, his parents, his family, anything. Alex Rodriguez is just an habitual liar and a cheater. And this is why as we talk about Hall of Fames of basketball, when we talk about Hall of Fames in baseball, Alex Rodriguez should never be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame because you have cheated your whole entire life into relevancy and you cannot prove anything else. This is Talent Omar Taylor with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am letting you go. I hope you catch and help you find and catch that motherfucking wave that never subsides. I am your boy. You holler at me. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag. No lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my T podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Her casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My teeth. Sports, but we are not done. There's, wait, there's more.
completely forgot that I told you guys I wanted to do a reveal on the ear. Because I always say to myself, like, yo, I always get all these cool shit, right? And I'm always ordering shit. And I never, ever open this motherfucker on the ear. And this is some shit I want to I wanna show you guys, too. But I'm like, damn. Like, once I open it, I throw that shit into the wash. And I'm like, once it gets into my laundry, I'm not trying to show you shit. I'm not trying to show you that shit again. So let's run through a couple of the things, finally, that came today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I needed some shit, B. I needed some simplicity in my life. Old Navy, how at your boy? So I got myself a big-ass Old Navy. That's what you guys say. I just opened it, right? I took the first item out. But big-ass Old Navy bag. Full of shit. Let me show you Alright. And... <laughs> I just had to get... I just, I just wanted to open that shit up. Because honestly, 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 honestly. You know what? Damn it. Wait, I need a basket. I need a basket. I need a basket. I, just, I want to throw all this shit in the basket, like, one time. Uh, excuse me. Not a mercy. Alrighty. Told you. Simplicity, B. Simplicity. Simplicity. That's all I wanted, right? Nice little t-shirt. Throw on. Something nice and cool. I live in South Florida. Like, all I want to be able to do is see through my t-shirts. You know what I mean? There we go. That's all I care about, is being able to see through my t-shirt. Like, it's too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot, dog. It's too hot, dog. You know what I mean? Too hot for that shit, B. Right. <clears throat> I, I, I've been slowly trying to converge all of my attire to Florida weather clothing. And not for nothing. It's really going to fuck me up because I plan on going to Denver next week. So it's not going to be a podcast next week, people. And you're going to help me keep saying this. No podcast next week. I will be on vacation. That is the first one. And you know how that goes, right? I'm, I'm no different than anybody else. And if you like something, you buy, you buy the same thing <laughs> in multiple colors, right? Oh, yeah. You buy the same thing in, in, in multiple colors to go with multiple things, right? So you can rock your swag and shit. <clears throat> like, that's just, oh, that's just how it is. I ain't no different, B. I ain't no different. I know you might look like, yo, the dude behind the camera. Like, I get it, right? Like, you that dude. But, yo, I'm loving that shit. Loving that shit. Oh, I gotta watch that shit, too. I don't know where that shit came from. That's just the force I have. Yo, that's not even, that's not even like a coronavirus shit. Just to be honest with you guys. That's not even a coronavirus shit. Oh, man, you gonna like this one. Listen, I, listen so I, what was that, like some kind of greenish shit? And I had a navy blue over there? Oh yeah, look at that shit. Look at that shit. I got that, I got that, I got, I got that insides, I got that guts color. You know what I mean? That guts color. <laughs> Yo, I got the guts colored shirt, if you know what I mean. Pum pum colors. Yo, yo, slow down there, Reggie. Y'all chop too much. What y'all say? What y'all say? Allah is mercy. But yo, I'm feeling that. I'm I'm definitely feeling that. I can I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. But you know what though? No, not for nothing though. I'm gonna need some shorts. I need some shorts. But you know what I do need? Not for nothing. Yeah, I, I need some basketball shorts, big time. I definitely need some basketball shorts. Oh yeah. Okay, so that was more of a green looking shit, right? That, that was like a sea green. This is more of like a sky blue. Yeah, B. <laughs> What's that? Four now? <clears throat> yeah. There we go. Oh yeah. You don't understand. Like, see, and all, see, and all the printed ones came already. That's the funny thing about it. Like, all the printed ones came already. I gotta make sure I get that shit washed too, because for, 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 for St. Patrick's Day, when I'm out there working St. Patrick's Day, right? And I gotta definitely make sure that there's a shirt that I gotta that I'm gonna have on, because it's gonna be one of those days that's gonna call for that shirt. Oh shit! Look at me. I'm telling you, it, it ain't stopping. It ain't stopping. I did that, and then this is this is it in black.
Listen, man, you, you gotta catch some sales when they hit. And, and I'm telling you, when, when Old Navy be popping up with them sales, I be like, yo, I'm all over it. Holla at your boy. I am all for, I am all for the sales. Send that shit right to the door. I caught this motherfucker coming in yesterday. You have no clue. I was about to open this shit yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, let's hold up for the podcast. Let's let the people on the podcast see it. You know what I mean? Give them a little taste. Give them something they ain't never seen before. Oh, yeah. One of the prints, one of the prints, one of the prints. See there? That's one of the games I want to do when I'm out there doing my thug thizzle. Like, yo, I pause my game to be here. Yo, I hope you're entertained. <laughs> right? Because I could be entertaining myself. Right? I, I don't need to be here. I'm like, I'm not lazy. I just really enjoy doing nothing. Yo, sure guys, where you at? Uh, you, you know you're supposed to watch, you know. <laughs> but let me know, let me know when, you, when, when you're there. When I contact you, like in two seconds. Right? Sure guys. Sure guys, dumpling. There's another one. I don't even know what number on. What's that? One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, I got this in almost every single color that I that they have. Right? I just really wanted. I, I needed some new shirts. I really needed some new shirts. I really needed a whole new set of shirts. It was really crucial. <clears throat> and not for nothing, it's like, and I, and I needed a combination of both because I realized I had, a, I didn't have enough shirts that had enough flair on there for shit that I like. And also, at the same time, I didn't have enough just shirts that I just like to wear casually sometimes that didn't have something crazy on it. So. I had to get a good combination of the both so that so that so that we can get in there. Yo, you know what? Hold on one second. Let's do something here. Hold on one second. Let's get you guys a little bit closer. Right? Let's get you guys just a little bit closer. We're gonna switch you over. We're gonna switch you over. Yeah. You like that, don't you? That way you can see this a whole lot better now, right? Yeah, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Behind the scenes footage. Oh yeah. Modelo, how about you boy? Yeah, yeah. Come come give me one of these sponsors too, B. Or any any anybody. Old Navy. Hymns. Kind. Yo. I'm here for it all, B. You know what I mean? Product. I saw I saw a kind today. I was surprised. That kind that kind had got had gotten that kind of outreach. Ah. Here goes the second half. And literally the second half of the order, right? Which are some more shorts. Because it's something that you can never have in enough of in South Florida or enough shorts. So see, and also guys, you gotta know, right? It was only, it was only, it was, it was only, it was only inevitable, right? That if I'm getting all of these goddamn shirts, that I have to at least get some shorts to go along with it. Now, not for nothing, a lot of the shorts already got, already came and I've already washed them and I already put them up. So you only, so you're not seeing all of the shorts, right? You only got a few of them. So you saw that one. And here goes another one, right? And yeah, they're cargo shorts, man. Listen, listen, I'm, I'm that I'm that dude. I got I got regular shorts too, but I needed I needed up I needed to get a couple more cargo shorts in there, right? So some cargo shorts that you can wear casually around some uh, some places, right? And, and some of them that you that that you can wear like out to business and wear out all day and not worry about a stain or two. You know what I mean? Like some light, some dark. I got them both. Got a gray, got a little tan one right here. Okay, okay, okay. And, 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 and. Because of me being in, me from Brooklyn and being in the army, I had to catch myself a nice little Captain America shirt. You know what I mean? 
Take a picture of myself doing that, so, so I can tell you. Anytime I type "nah me," like this is the face that you you should imagine me making. Nah me. <laughs> Seriously, I know if you just listen, if you, if you just listening right on Podbean, or you're just catching that, like you guys are wondering, like what the fuck is he talking about? If you're really listening, right, and you're catching one of the re ears, and you're listening to the audio, guess what you should probably be doing. Take your butt down and go and go watch the YouTube, so you can see it actually. What the fuck I am cracking up about over here by my god's damn self. <laughs> Playing around with that shit now. Not gonna lie, I bought something right. Something else about the last item on here. Now I bought these. And part of me is looking at it like, you know what? Hold on, this must be three sets. Well, I better find. Yo, hold on, one second. Oh no, oh no, oh no. I could have swore I ordered three sets of masks. I better find. Damn it, I kind of gave away but <laughs> I better find a third set somewhere. Me and I'm going to have problems. Our third set better come for me. Because I only see two here. But I, but you know, and I may, and I may not need these anymore. We've seen that the country's about to open up pretty soon. It looks like, but like everybody else, I felt the need that I needed to accessorize. And Old Navy once again came through with the special. They were selling five masks for five dollars, and I was like, yo, for as much as I pay for some of these other masks that I have, like some of these other personal masks that I wanted, like the Nyx mask and some of these Army masks that I have, I was like, you know what, five masks for five dollars ain't that bad. And you know what? They're nice. They're quaint. Ain't too flashy, just something to go with everything. Right, know what I mean? Just, just, just a little something to to pop off with every little, every little color. And that's one set. Now I have a second set here, and, I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I ordered three, and, I, and there's nothing else left in my bag, which means that they owe me a fucking set of masks. Or a set of masks is trapped in there somewhere, but I doubt you guys saw me. You guys were right here with me. We opened everything up, and nothing was in, and I never got a mask in that first set of stuff that I got. So they owe me a set of masks. I'm only looking at my inventory. They owe me a set of masks. That shit's some bullshit. Right? But let's continue with the with the second set, right? As you guys know, I always represent my military. So I had to get me had to get me some stars and stripes. Or I had to get me some stars. But man, you guys know, yeah, I think you guys can realize how much I like blue by now. <laughs> Ain't no double entendres there. <laughs> For anybody that may be listening. <laughs> I'm stupid, right? But like I said, see, just something in every side. Oh, yeah, you know I can't wait to wear this with that one. And and listen, I do have stars, and I do have stripes. I can wear these together, like, on top of each other. Like, hmm. But, just like everything else, all of those got to wash. <laughs> That's the reason, like, I'm doing two loads today. It's so funny. I'm doing two loads of laundry today. One load of laundry is for, like, all my old clothes. Obviously, all the clothes that I've worn already. And as you can see, I literally just bought a whole new load of laundry. Folks, this is especially the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm glad that you guys were here to w- here with me for the regular show and also for the reveal. 
the first reveal that we've ever done. Tell me how you like it. Leave um leave comments at different portions of the show. You know, like like and share this podcast as much as much as you can. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your barbers, especially tell the barbers, because you know the barbers spread that shit through the community. Tell your tell your doctor, tell your dentist when your doctor when your dentist have you talk about yeah, tell that, tell that dude, right? Right, he'll understand. But yo, let it, let everybody know. But again, I really do appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I, I can't tell you again how much I I, I, I take all the love, support, and and, and output that you got that you guys give to me that I get in the comments that I get in my messages and everything. I, I really do love you all. I appreciate you all. I hope you guys. I hope every single one of you. I hope you stay positive. I hope you have a prosperous day. I hope you have a powerful day. I hope you continue to catch a wave that never subsides. I, I, I hope you get all the good things in life that are meant to be. We are out of here. From you to me, from me to you. You know what I mean. <laughs> Cut the show already so I can go, B. Like, damn it. I'm tired of you guys staring at me.